from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm going to ask everybody in the room this question. And for those of you who I just uh, gave how to get in contact with us, mm-hmm. this question goes to you as well. Because the question was asked online. What is the most uncomfortable compliment you have ever received? And the replies to this were hilarious. Like somebody saying, my wife thinks you're a great kisser? Something like that? What? <laughs> no, but I'm just, I'm asking for clarification. Sure. Not, that, not that somebody sure. said that to me. I'll give you some examples if you guys want to think about yeah, it, okay? please. Okay. A co-worker looked at my children and then looked at me and said, you must have a really attractive wife. Oh, oh no. Yeah, uh, the first yeah, time my yeah, mother-in-law yeah. saw me in a bikini, she said, I knew my son would end up with a woman like you by the way he breastfed. <clears throat> Excuse me. What? Anytime the mother-in-law talks about, oh, God. Another person said, uh, I returned to work after birth and nasty postpartum depression. One of the recent hires was shown a picture of me before the baby and said, wow, you used to be hot. (laughs) At work? I know. Another person said that uh, they were told you could be really good looking if you were taller. Mm -hmm. Someone else was told that they have nice birthing hips. (laughs) Is Is that a diss, though? I'm joking. (laughs) You had to backpedal so quickly on that one. I'm joking. Uh, joking. Another person wrote and said, I sat down in the hairstylist chair just to hear, ah, I love a challenge. (laughs) 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 And then listen to this one. Yeah. My sister's father-in-law commented that my painted red toes were sexy. Oh, wow. This was at his wife's wake. (laughs) No. 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 What is the most uncomfortable compliment you've ever received? Like, I haven't, the one that comes to my mind, it's not like as shocking as these, right? Yeah. I was at a store that sold cigars. I don't know nothing about cigars. Yeah. Right? But I knew I wanted to buy one. Yeah. And they had one of those fancy rooms that you go in where they keep the cigars. Mm -hmm. And I knew I liked Cuban because I always heard Cuban cigars. Yeah. And I, Smelled it. I was like, smells fine. Sure. I'm going to try this one out. Yeah. Right? So I take it to the counter and talk to the lady about cigars. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, this is a really good one. It comes from this part of wherever. And this is how they roll it and the leaves that they make yeah, it out yeah. of and whatever, yeah. whatever. Right? And then she stops and she goes, well, you know, you're from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Like, <laughs> no. Didn't yeah. know how to, yeah. how to respond. Yeah. So I was just like... <laughs> My cigars, lady. Yeah, yeah. And like, Gracias. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know you're from down there. Yeah, down there. Uh, what's the most uncomfortable compliment you've Jeez, ever received? I don't know. I'm trying to think about this. Um, oh, mine was, I'm surprised that shirt looks so good on you. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that, here's my thing is that I would spend a week wondering if that was about the shirt or about my body. 
You know what I'm I mean? still wondering. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Somebody just texts, goes, my coworker said that you were really pretty, like a really pretty witch. Oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought that about a coworker. Look, someone looked at a picture of me after a whole summer uh, of writing at camp and said, "You look tired." <laughs> <laughs> my aunt once told me I had sexy little ears. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> These are all texts that are coming in. My ex told me, "Wow, you look good. You fit into your skinny jeans again." <laughs> I think my grandmother once told my brother that he had a big, beautiful nose. And then, and then he was like, and then he was like, really? And then she was like, yeah, you look just like Jimmy Durante. Now, for anybody listening right now, do a quick Google search of Jimmy Durante. Hold on. Okay. And this was supposed to make the compliment all better. Durante. Okay. This is what was supposed to make it all better. I have two. My first one is I usually get you're really pretty for a brown girl. And then you're like, how do you respond to that? Who says that? A lot of people say Who that. Who says that? A lot of people in DMs pretty. are like, oh, you're really pretty for a brown let's, girl. Let's get, out of the like, let's get out of the DMs because that's where the devil lives. Yeah, but okay. no one face to face has ever said that. Okay, so. But the most awkward one face to face is someone was like, hey, Deepa, has anyone ever told you you look like a squirrel? <laughs> what? Like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, no, it's a good thing. Like, you're cute. And I was like, that, I don't know how I take that Jeez, one. Jeez, man. You know, squirrels bite their own hair off to make nests, well, right? Well, you know, not too far from what I do at home. So. True. Uh, Shem. <laughs> It's easy. It's always I want to lick your teeth. I want to lick I your wanna teeth. I want to lick. Always yeah. I want to lick your teeth because I, yeah. I mean I'd like to say I have nice teeth and it's always that. That's hot, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, feel free to shoot us a text. Let me. Oh no, this can't be real. Nine two five triple five. Someone said uh, my uncle said that I look smoking hot. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on now with these uncles, man. <laughs> Come on. Jeez. Oh, no. I'm a woman, and someone told me I look like the soccer player, Luka Modric. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What is that uh, one uncomfortable compliment you got from someone? That was a question that was asked online, and the replies to it were crazy. And we're asking the exact same uh, question to everybody in this room and people listening. Uh, A couple of the replies to this original post was, uh, I sat down uh, in my hairstylist chair just to hear, ah, I love a challenge. (laughs) My sister's father-in-law commented that my painted red toes were sexy. This was at his wife's wake. (laughs) Like, come on. What do you even say to anybody at that point? Like, thanks? Yeah. And also sorry for your loss? Yeah. I don't think he was too busted up that day. Doesn't no, no, definitely not. Um... I look younger for my age, maybe five years, but the other day, a customs officer asked me where my mom was before entering (laughs) my actual age. I'm 31 years old. Oof. My husband who always, oh no, my husband who always skips leg day told me he's jealous of how thick my legs are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Someone just texted and said uh, they were told, you look good for having three kids. Oh. Um, yeah, a lot of, uh, I look good for, uh, being pregnant texts are coming in. Jeez. 
lot of dirty ones I can't even read. Really, huh? Yeah. Like you can't even censor read it? No. no. Some of these, no, no, no. Really? Let me see. Huh? Uh, my, hus <laughs> my husband's uncle. Yo, why are uncles? The uncles, uncles are the worst. Uncles. The uncles are so creepy. <laughs> right? My husband's uncle told me once that, <laughs> that I'm lucky that his nephew snatched me up or else he would have. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, let's start with you. This actually <laughs> happened to my wife um, when my father met her for the first time. Oh, no. Uh, he had said that she had eyes like a cow because he thought that they were big and beautiful. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Dude, what was your wife's response at that point? <laughs> she didn't know what to say. Oh, no. Cow. <laughs> Yo, what's your name? Chris. Uh, I'll read you guys this text that we just got. Oh, your feet are so small and cute. How do you walk on those? <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the call, dude. All right, thanks, man. Later. Hi, Emily. It's Roz Amoka. What do you want to say? Hey, so this didn't happen to me. It actually happened to my sister. Mm -hmm. um, my grandmother once told her, you're really pretty now. You used to be ugly, oh. but you're really pretty now. No! Grandma yeah, I mean, God rest her soul, but... It, it happened. Yeah, <laughs> grandmothers have no chill. They no, really especially don't. immigrant ones. Some yeah, of the most, some no of the most vicious things that have ever been said that you come from a grandmother. M Maury, what is it's it? It's true. Are you excited it's to get true. to that stage, Roz? Being a grandmother? Of like a grandfather. <laughs> Speaking of, I'll read you guys this text that we yeah. got. My grandfather told me it was, quote, a handsome woman. <laughs> yeah. That's an old timey oh, way of talking, though. That's an oh, old time way of talking, though, because if you go back and like watch old movies and stuff, people are like, "Oh my God, that is a oh, handsome no. jacket or a handsome dress." What does that mean? Like, I, I guess appealing, like aesthetically appealing. I don't know what that means. I don't know what. Thank that means. you so much what, for the call, it? Emily. No problem. Have a great day, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, in our house. In our house. I love Dyson, right? We have. Who's that? The Dyson fan. We got oh, a Dyson, yeah, Dyson vacuum. My wife has the blow dryer. She also has, I believe, the hair straightener. Mm. So Dyson just announced a new product. Which is? That I don't think that I'm going to be able to get behind. Oh, no. What is it? Is it? What? Nothing. It's called the Dyson Zone. What's that do? They're noise-canceling headphones. Oh, but it comes with a face shield that you can attach to it. Right. That then blows like air. Fresh. Wispy air? Fresh air up into your nose, on your face, on your lips. And it's supposed to be. Blows on your lips? <laughs> yeah. The Dyson lip blower? Bro, look at this. I'm going to show you a picture. Okay. Right? Yeah. So imagine just noise canceling headphones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then on the front, they attach to like where the headphones are. And right. there's a little shield that comes in front of your face, right. just uh, above your nose. Right. So you're okay. pretty much committing to that point that your wife is never going to make out with you right. ever again. It is removable, the face shield. Doesn't matter. It is removable. Doesn't That's, matter. This is, here's a picture of it, right? Now, Dyson oh, says... Okay. It looks like a jock in the front. See, I didn't think of that. Now that you say it, yeah. that's all I could see. Yeah, it looks like a jock. A jock strap on your face. Uh, yeah. So, according to Dyson, uh, okay. because you think, like, okay, air purifying headphones, right? <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> for God's like, sake. Like, this is obviously because of yeah. COVID and people trying to still be safe and whatever. Okay. According to Dyson, uh-huh. this had been in the works for like five, six years now. Sure. That yeah. they've been. You don't build that in a day. Looking to do this. That's some good tech. And the final product, this was after. How many, how many times do you think? How many prototypes do you think Dyson put out or put together oh. before they came to the final design? Oh, tons. I'm sure. Give me a number. I'm sure. Sh- because I have the number. I'm going to say like like different prototypes for that stuff. Like uh-huh. it could be 12. It could be 112. Like I it, I don't know. I don't know when it comes to tech because yeah, like one, like what Let's changes one prototype from another? Um, just guess. 20. Maury? I was going to say 46. Sham? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with 100. 100. According to Dyson, yeah. 500 prototypes, 500 prototypes. were yeah. made for yeah. these noise-canceling headphones yeah. that also... Uh, <laughs> well, why would you need air blowing in your face? We're too... We're too... Because you get hot. We're too precious. Yeah. We're, we're, we're far... We've become far too precious. Uh, I This is right in law. Have you seen those things that you wear around your neck? It looks like a horseshoe you put around your neck and it blows cold air up onto your onto the back of your no? neck. You wear it in the summer when you're walking around like a weirdo. No. you never seen these things? Uh-uh. It's a horseshoe, literally, that you wear around your neck yeah. and you put batteries in it and it blows cold air up onto the back, <laughs> of, onto the back of your neck. I would flip it around. I want the cold air to blow down the back yeah, of my shirt. Yeah, but like how bloody precious are we now that we need, I need to like get a, like a head rig, yeah. headgear to blow cold know. air on my lips. I don't know if I could, because if I could I, do this. This. Because I'm so I'm I'm so precious. I don't know if I could do this. You cannot do this. Right. And don't get me wrong. I love Dyson too. I'm with you. I I like all their stuff. But you know, this is this is a level of preciousness that I just can't I can't get behind. This is watch. For, you try it once and you'll love it. No. So here's the thing, you though. Think right? I'm ever putting something listen, like that listen, on my listen. head. Listen, listen. So this article that I read, right? Yeah. This woman who wrote the article that I'm I'm referencing here. Yeah. She had a chance to test it out, and she was just like you, just or as all of us, skeptical, yeah. right? And she said at the end of the article, she was so convinced after Dyson let her use it yeah. that she was like, I don't know what the price is just yet because they haven't released that. The only thing that they've said is that it'll be released the by hair the dryer's $500. Right? Well, so who knows like, how this is It sounds like gonna... the reporter was like, oh, don't worry, I'll give you a good article. But she said, she yeah. was convinced. She was like very skeptical. But convinced of what though? Like, I guess, I don't know. Like, maybe what does the, it do? The freshness of the like, air. I, I, that... can't, like, I can't, so it's noise, can- if you're just joining us, Dyson came out with what Mocha was just saying was noise-canceling headphones. Yeah. And attached to the noise-canceling headphones is like a jock strap face shield that then blows cool air onto your lips. It's fresh air. Fresh air I have on, a question. onto your lips. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah, go. Where does the air come from? Because if somebody near you farts, does that air now go into your I face? imagine no, there's some sort of purification filter. There's a, there's a purification filter, right filter inside of the actual Just headphones. asking the question. Yeah, you would and probably benefit from having this on your face if somebody farted around you, actually, because you wouldn't have to... So these, you wouldn't there's, have to a, there's a positive. Yeah, I, it's still, I'm, I'm, I'm not so precious that to I clean need to fart now... Air. <laughs> that I need uh, That I need to filter farts, right? <laughs> I don't like. Now I'm fine. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Also, I like making out with Catherine way too much to ever turn her off to the yeah, point of where she I would know. never kiss me again. Yeah, I don't know if I could right? back this. Yeah, this project. No, at all. no, no. Sorry. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Got another uh, submission from Roz and Mocha fans for slowed down versions of our podcast. <laughs> Slow down segment. Okay. Um, people love this, man. And <laughs> when you listen to our podcast, the Ronza Mocha Show podcast, at half speed, some of the uh, conversations sound 
Like we're wasted. Yeah. Like straight up. Like right? super, Especially like the super wasted. stupid stuff that we say. Super wasted. Oh, man. I love it. Super stupid. Super yeah, wasted, man. Right? <laughs> so uh, this one was submitted by uh, Michelle R. Thank you, by the way, Michelle. Uh, Raza Mocha Show podcast available anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for Raza Mocha. Hit subscribe. So when we drop a new episode, uh, it'll automatically download to your device. Mm-hmm. This comes to us from episode 145. Oh, a while ago. Uh, 2020 is when this is from, okay? March of 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was from the Ask Razamoka segment of the podcast where the question was, what's the dumbest thing you believed as a kid? Okay. So we're all going around the room talking about what dumb things we believed <laughs> as a kid, right? right? Yeah. And it gets to, damn it, Maury. Okay. And this is the part that sounds so ridiculous okay. at me. half speed, slow yeah. down. Oh, and if you... Have sex, and the woman goes on her <laughs> She does a, a handstand. She won't get pregnant. <laughs> oh, I would think that she would get pregnant. No, because then everything goes to her, like... It would stays in as opposed to comes out. No, it would go to her head. Her head. <laughs> like, do you think it's just one big tube that goes all the way up? Well, it bends around a bit. But it eventually makes its way up to their head. That's why you can't do handstand. (laughs) Do you think that eventually, like, if you put something, like, up your butt, yeah, (laughs) right? It can come out your mouth. <laughs> One big tube. I mean, so if you find a moment from our podcast where you slow it down and listen to it at half speed, feel free to DM it to us or give us a timestamp. Oh my and, God. Uh, and we'll play it on the radio. And please include your name so we can give you a shout out. Just like Michelle R. did. That, by the way, was from uh, March of 2020, episode 145 wow. of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. Yo, man, people in the States are getting so desperate for gas. The way they're stealing is crazy. Like these tactics that people are using. Tactics? Yeah, listen to this, man. These four guys in Florida were arrested last week Mm -hmm. because they had this device. They're called pulsators that they were able to put into uh, a gas tank, into the pump. Okay. Right? Like the gas tank of a car or the like? Sorry, not into the actual pump that you pick oh, up at okay. the gas station. Yeah, yeah. They put this device inside the pump yeah. that regulates the price. I don't know how. Jesus. Like, they just had these things? Yeah. And it regulates uh, what fuel, the way the, the fuel's being pumped in and how much it gets charged. And authorities were able to figure out that these things, they're called pulsators, that they could bring down the price of gas in gallons to... Nickels and pennies. So these guys were paying nothing for filling up their trucks. Now, I may need to 
test one of these just to like see because I don't believe this at all. So maybe I need to buy one. <laughs> I'm sure you can find them online. Um, there have been reports throughout the states that people are going as far as drilling holes into cars where the gas tanks are. Hey, Maury, is, is, this, is this the same pulsator that you have in the nightstand or no? No. Different? No. Okay, cool. Sorry, Mocha. Okay. Well, come on. <laughs> come on, man. Sorry, I'm looking up pulsators. Yeah. And there's a oh. wide there's a wide variety of pulsators. You have to be specific. Okay. Okay. I appreciate okay. you asking. Yeah. You can't just type right. that word in and expect the right. Okay, so let me try I, this one. Let me try this one. Pulsator uh-huh. sticks to no. 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 no, no, no okay. No. Okay. No. I'm okay. sure you. It's probably like on the dark web. I don't think you can find it like on regular internet. Okay. So hold on here. Dark pulsator. No. 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 Oh no. <laughs> Shut up, champ. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Because no, 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 no. I, because I'll tell you. I'll tell you. There. There is a. Uh, there's almost a $300 difference between the regular pulsator and the dark pulsator. Wow. <laughs> As there should be. Wow. Uh, there was uh, a bunch of guys in Texas yeah. that were using a trap door in their vehicle to siphon over a thousand <laughs> gallons of diesel. Yeah. They just parked over one of those, you know, the, the hole that you see when you go to a gas station, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're not locked or anything. No. Yeah, I don't just know. Like These guys just like were able stick to. Stick a tube in there and just like loaded it up. Yeah. Hold on. No, you can't. Trap door tube pulsator. No, don't. Okay, hold on either. here. And you just what, hover over it? Is that what they did? Uh-huh. To get it out? Yeah. Yeah. And then Are they, you in a work computer? And then, they, and then they just like what? They had a machine that sucked, I guess? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <sighs> Sucking pulsator. <laughs> <laughs> for like a real long time, too. <laughs> for a real long time. That's a thousand gallons okay. I had to get. Yeah, yeah. I'm also going to need an extension cord. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Angelica, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Mocha. Hello, how are you today? I'm great, how are you? Good, Good. Uh, why are you reaching out to us? What's going on in your life? Um, I wanted to know if the person that I've been in on and off relationship with is cheating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, wow. you wrote us this. Uh, Razamoka fixed my life. We've been together four years. Uh, she did ask me for some space, but she never officially broke up with me. She still kept talking to me and we would hang out often. It was confusing. These mixed signals went on for about five months. However, she didn't turn her text notifications to silent and I was able to see a text that proved that she was hooking up with one of her other friends uh, she says it wasn't cheating but I believe it was I confronted her and then she got angry with me for going through her phone we didn't officially break up but is this still cheating I, so, would, I need to know what the reason was for the on and offness like why uh, off and then why get back on I guess it was uh, mainly because uh, there was a lot of problems that I was dealing with. So that kind of like brought it into the relationship and we were kind of like unhappy. Uh-huh. So she mainly was very unhappy. So um, she kind of like was very overwhelmed. And I understood that part from her. So I understood everything she told me that she needed some space and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I was willing to give that. But the fact that like we still continued kind of like even though she asked me that she needed the space, we still continued like 
we were like still together. Right. You guys so, live together? No, no, no. We okay. um, we live separately. Yeah. I think that you guys may have, from the start, been in two completely different relationships. Yeah. I think that you were in a committed relationship, and she had always been in a casual relationship. You know, like, maybe at first it felt like I was committed, but then as time went on, it kind of, like, drifted into that. But did you ever make it official, like, that you were girlfriend-girlfriend? Yeah, we did. Uh, before this all happened, we had been dating since uh, 2016. Okay, and then she said what to you, that she needs to take a break? Yeah, she just told me she wasn't happy and that she couldn't deal with the relationship and she needed time. Okay, and then so you said what? I said, yeah, I'll give you all the time that you need. Uh, just uh, what were the... like, what... I, I, The only thing I asked for her was like, okay, if you're like, if you need this, like, Okay, I'll give it to you. But the only thing that I want you to tell me and always be honest with me is there's someone else's in your life or you're willing to move on. Okay. I always want you to be straight up with me if there's someone else. So there were, uh, we always talk about this, when, when you do take a break, you can't just take a break. There has to be mutually agreed upon rules for a break. Uh, otherwise, you're just breaking up, right? Um, so yeah. if, the, if the rules that you guys mutually agreed upon during the break that, you know, either one, you're not going to hook up with anybody else, or two, if there is somebody else, just be straight up and tell me. So you, yeah. guys, you guys had sort of laid out these ground rules, and she went ahead and just did it anyway is what you're saying, right? Yeah, I was very, very honest and clear about that part, and it still happened. Okay, so you think it's cheating. She thinks that it's not cheating. Yeah, till today's day, she argues that it was never cheating. Because to her, you guys weren't on a break. To her, you guys were broken up. Yeah. Right. And the other person, I don't think she knew that we were still hanging around and all that stuff. Well, Again, so what I'm saying is that you guys were in two different relationships. The relationship you were in, you and your girlfriend were on a break. The relationship mm -hmm. that she was in, she had just broken up with her girlfriend. Yeah. To you, this is cheating 100%. To her, yeah. to her, this wasn't because you guys split up. Yeah. Do you want her back now? I do. But does she want you back? She doesn't want to label it. Okay, I was going to tell you something. Oh, okay, man. Angelica, Angelica. Yeah. Th this woman don't love you. Yeah. Her actions say otherwise. No, 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 no. no. This woman when don't love you. When you say her actions, I think it's it's convenience. Like, she knows that you're always going to be around when she needs to, to hang out with someone, when she needs someone to do stuff with, you know what kind of stuff I'm talking about. And mm -hmm. you are always there when she calls yeah. or when she texts. You are replying. You are saying, yes, let's meet up. Yes, I'm available to do this and that. Yeah, always. Yeah. You th like, you think she's just going to snap out of it and be like, oh, my God, I'm so in love with you. Let's just be together, committed forever? Honestly, I hope. That's, like, something that I hope, but I don't see, like, nah, that ever happening. That ain't no. happening, Angelica. No, Angelica, she's not in love with you. So what would I do in this situation? How do I handle someone that you've kind of, like, been doing this for, like, over, like, six years yeah, now? You're, you're, yeah, you're you broken sit up? Down, you sit down and you have a conversation. Uh-huh. You have a conversation. You maybe ask for the closure that you think you need because right now that the situation that you're in is kind of messy and it's, it's, you know, it's really, really doing damage to your feelings because you don't know what the hell you guys are. And so you just yeah. need to sit down and have an honest conversation with each other. And if you do break up, it needs to be official. Okay. You need to be blunt, but you need to be compassionate and you both need to walk away. You can't, you can't, you have, if you're going to break up with somebody, you have to have the guts to break up with them. You can't do a, I just need to take a break. I need some space. I need to love me before anybody I can love anybody else. All of those things are excuses, right? Yeah. It's excuses because people don't want to give the person the truth. And the truth is nine times out of 10, 
I'm not in love with you anymore. Not even, you can't even say not even as friends. She don't want to be your friend. She doesn't want to be your friend. You don't want to be her friend. Not now. You can't break up and then just go for beers the next night. No, no. Because you're still in love with her. No, you need you need to take yeah. some time. You need to take some time. Mm-hmm. This is not the relationship for you. This ain't it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to do Of course, it takes It's heartbreaking. So much. Yes, it's yeah. heartbreaking. I know it's not the answer you were looking for, but it is It is a truth. These are facts. Yeah, I feel like deep down, I still want Yeah, you knew it. You knew it, right? You know. Yeah, that it's just not going to lead to like what I want in the long term. Yeah, you're going to have to move on, but you are going to have to have a convo with her. Okay. All right. Okay, love. All right. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I've never seen somebody misuse their 15 minutes of fame more than Julia Fox is. Like, she got shot into this stratosphere by dating Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And to see what she's doing with her 15 minutes is so beyond me. It's wild. But Anka Jams? Instead of, like, capitalizing on it and, like, trying to move forward. Like, I saw a picture of her the other day where she was walking around and she had a white undershirt on mm-hmm. that she cut in half and took the bottom half and wore the bottom half of the white undershirt as a skirt and then just what? wore the top half of the undershirt as an undershirt that barely like covered like any, anything yeah and she's just like parading around like it's so wild like it, it's you were already relevant like like you were already established like you were an actor it's yeah. not like it's not like you were an instagram you know uh, influencer yeah, yeah, yeah. that then suddenly you know went viral like you were already in the game uh-huh. like you were already you were already there and then you start dating Kanye and immediately it started with Kanye when she was doing those interviews being like this is the most organic and natural relationship ever and you were just like oh my god this is so weird right and then he got rid of all her clothes and got her all new clothes and started dressing her up like Kim Kardashian and she's like all this stuff. She's making appearances she was on a podcast she finally was like yeah I guess we're boyfriend girlfriend like like three days later they break up. (laughs) (laughs) I know I know and Kanye's totally one of those guys too right like he'll just he'll keep you around until you say that you know you're his girlfriend, and then yeah. he's like, "Nah, you're out." Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of guys, a lot of guys like that don't like that. Uh, but it's uh, it's interesting. And so I guess next up for Julia Fox is uh, her. She's writing a book. Okay, is it called Anka Jams? And she was on the <laughs> red carpet the other night. Anka Jams. Do you have that over there, by the way? Do people even know what we're talking about when we say Anka Jams? She was on a podcast talking about um, being somebody's muse because she had said that she was Kanye's muse. And the podcaster asked her what it meant to be someone's muse. And then she had said that with the director of Uncut Gems, uh, she was their muse. And the way that she said gems went viral. So... Would you, because everyone's like, would you consider yourself Ye's muse? Uh, um, yeah, a little, maybe. What does so. it even mean? To no one that's ever been, because I remember you were like, I've, this is not the first time that yeah. I've, like, what, what is a muse? I mean, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jams. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, Jams, that went viral. And then she replied to this and was like, guys, I was high as hell when I did that interview, Uncut okay? Uncut Jams. Right. Uncut Jams. Lay off. Uncut Jams. Right. So she's talking to Variety, Julia Fox, talking to Variety on a red carpet. Uh, I guess it was like Oscars night. And uh, they're just trying to, it was just like, hey, what are, you, what are you up to? What projects you got? And she wanted to talk about her book. Mm-hmm. And... I've never heard somebody describe 
something they're working on, quite like the way Julia Fox described what her book is. You really want to do that's your dream project? Oh my God, my book, of course. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to give too much of it away because I'm very superstitious, so I don't, I don't like to speak of things before they're finished. Um, but it's um, so far a masterpiece, if I do say so myself. So I hope that... Is it fiction? Is it a memoir? What is no, it? it's... Um, you know, it was going, it was like a memoir at first, but now it's just like my first book, you know? <laughs> what? So, yeah, that'll be coming out soon. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, what? It started as a memoir, but now it's just my first book. If I do say so myself. So okay. I hope that... Is it fiction? Is it a memoir? What is no, it? it's, um, you know, it was going, it was like a memoir at first, but now it's just like my first book. <laughs> <laughs> like, Julia Fox, like, come on now. mean even? Like, you know, it was going, it was like a memoir at first, but now it's just like my first book. <laughs> Is this uh, is that the dream more to write your to write a memoir? Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Absolutely. Yeah. Or well, just my first book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh. So Jeopardy on Friday night had a category that had Damon Mori very excited. Okay. Not just me. Interestingly oh. enough, I got messages from Roz and Mocha fans, including Deborah, who said you need to see how Roz and Mocha would do in this category. Okay. So the category was called Lawn Tomorrow. So the one before it was Beer Today and then Lawn Tomorrow. So it was all lawn-related questions because you really like your lawns. Oh. So it was all stuff about lawns. Oh, okay. But is it like stuff I'm going to know? I guess that's the whole point of Jeopardy, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I don't know how you want me to answer that. Let's find out. I take that back. I take that. That was a stupid thing to say. I don't need <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. okay. Long tomorrow, a thousand. Creeping red and chewings are fine this grass. Drought resistant and green all year if you're what? good about maintaining it. What is fescue? Those are types of fescue. Long tomorrow, 800. Whoa. Growing well in fall and spring and hardy in winter, this lawn grass is named for a state, but is actually native to Europe. Oh, I know it. Kentucky bluegrass. Yeah, what is Kentucky bluegrass? That's Kentucky bluegrass. Uh, lawn tomorrow for six. Wow. Scott says get mowing done faster by creating beds of this five-letter stuff around and not against trees to avoid tiny turns. Mulch. You want beds of mulch. Kira? Lawn tomorrow for four. Yo, hold up. You didn't say what is. Oh, what is mulch? (laughs) (laughs) Freeze this varmint. You tore up my lawn, but I'll use liquid castor oil around your tunnel entries to ward you off. Oh, what are uh, gophers? Mm, Either voles or um, like they're just like little things. Um, That's so helpful. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm so say, what like, are, what are gophers? You're gonna say gophers? No, gophers are too big. It's either gonna be like chipmunks or like squirrels. No, like something, something like that. Okay, go for it. Kira, what is a prairie dog? No. What? what? Nicole, what is a groundhog? No. Jackie, that's their close cousin, I believe, the gopher. Oh, hey. Here's the oh, final clue in lawn tomorrow. Three inches is a good height for most grasses. <laughs> Cutting too short messes with these, which go down proportionally to the grass's length. No, that's not true. First of all, that's a, that, that, just qu- that, that, no, that's right. He's wrong. What's the answer? He's wrong. 
wrong with what? He, but he's he's literally yeah, right. he's wrong. It. He's literally wrong about how high you should cut your grass. Like he's this is Jeopardy has never been more wrong. Okay, whoa, bro. Okay, right. Don't get heated, man. I'm like that guy now. You know when you watch a movie with something, and we talked about this before. You know when you watch a movie with something that is like a ridiculous scene in a movie, right? Yeah. And it means nothing to the plot, but the person you're watching it with is some sort of expert at that that has nothing to do with the movie. You're watching a James Bond movie, right? And there's a fight in the kitchen and mm-hmm. the, all the kitchen staff just leave and then the guy beside you goes, nobody would ever make an omelet That's in that pan. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? This is you right now. Okay, okay. So okay, I'm hold, on. Say, I have to, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just... Jackie? Yeah. That's their okay. close cousin, I believe, the gopher. Let's okay. see. And here's the final clue in lawn tomorrow. Three inches is a good height for most grasses. No. Cutting too short messes with these, which go down proportionally to the grass's length. So whatever the three... Ta- so if you cut it too short, it messes with what? No, Let's just go with that. Is he, is he talking about the root system? Let's find out. Kira. What are roots? That's correct. Oh, no, look at he's that. wrong. Oh. Look at he's you. But you're right. But that's, but he's he's wrong, right, though. Who cares if you're dad. wrong? Yeah, but he's wrong. No, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you got the answer, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. Why, to, you, so to, why to are you win. complaining, bro? To a question that's wrong, though. But you still got it. Doesn't matter. Now I'm up... Now I'm like... My so how mind. should the question have been phrased? Or just the information that the they provided The whole question is wrong. is wrong. It's a guy we reject that question. But you got but it you, right. But that's not part of the rules of Jeopardy, though. Well, and then How I, I would. So you know that if I was on that show, I take this stuff so seriously, I wouldn't answer that question. They would spite. never put you on Jeopardy after listening to this. I know. True. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What's going on? Oh my God, so much. Oh, so oh, Jesus. Okay. So kids are so much smarter now than we were when we were 12. Okay. We were like, we were all idiots when we were 12. Total. And Total idiots. kids have just slowly gotten smarter and smarter and smarter because influence, the things that influence kids just keeps getting better and better and better. The quality of entertainment they have, the things that they have access to, the stories, the everything else. Mm. So last night we're sitting at home and Rox is like, I want to watch a movie. And when I had a kid, there were certain movies when you become a father or a parent that you're like, oh, I can't wait to watch this with my kid when they become of age, right? Like you you go through the Star Wars, the Back to the Future, like all of those sort of movies, right? Certain Disney ones, Lion King. And then when they start getting a little bit older, you're like, then we can get into some really cool movies because there's just things on my list of classics Mm -hmm. that I wanted to watch with Rox. So, and we uh, were sitting there last night. Rock's like, okay, put on a movie. And Catherine's like, oh my God, we should watch The Sixth Sense. Right? Okay. And I'm like, and I'm like, totally cool. She's like, she can handle that. Right? A little bit scary at times, but she can totally handle The Sixth Sense. And we're watching The Sixth Sense. Spoiler alert, by the way. If thank you have not you, seen The Sixth Sense from, I don't know, I don't know, that. I don't know when the hell The Sixth Sense was, <laughs> came out. Like early 2000s. Okay. So we're sitting there and we put on The Sixth Sense and watching the movie. Super into it, right? Uh-huh. So we're all into it. I haven't okay. seen the movie in like decades. Yeah. And Will Smith walks into the that kid's room and he sits down with the kid. And the kid's Bruce like. Bruce Willis, you mean? Bruce Willis, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, Bruce Willis, sorry. Bruce Willis walks into no, the... No, uh, no, don't say Will Smith. No, no, no. Will Smith walks into the room no. and slaps the kid. Yeah, and uh, so Bruce Willis walks into the kid's room. The kid's like, uh, I see dead people. And Roxy goes, oh my God, I bet he's dead. No! Right away? Right away. Oh, come on, kid. Okay, can I tell you why? Because when we were growing up, right, the idea of a twist in a movie... I know. It was so rare. Yeah. Right? Like, it was so rare to have a twist. You would get a surprise. You would get, like, a curveball. But to have an actual, like, twist in a movie was so rare. Now, 
everything has a twist. And when my kid watches things, when she's trying to figure out how a movie ends or who did it or whatever it is, her brain goes to twist. So literally the kid said, I see dead people. And Roxy goes, the doctor's dead. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys say at that time? What's that? Did you say anything? Yeah. Like, did you react? Or? And Catherine looks at Roxy and goes, you know that that was like the biggest secret in all of like movies and nobody got it the first time they watched that movie. And Roxy went, really? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> What's that, Maury? It was almost better off the, the way we were. I know. Yeah. I know. It, it really and was. It was really those M. Night Shyamalan movies that, that um, started it that all. started having the, the big twist and the big yeah. reveal at the end yeah yeah that you piece everything together and you're like oh that's yeah right yeah. yeah so i looked at roxy i looked at Catherine. i was like i'm going to bed no you didn't <laughs> yeah i did oh no I, yeah, I watching. <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast i uh i tried to transition to flip-flops over the weekend because it's that time of year that. where no, i, I where i put them on and yeah. then and then they don't come off until it snows again right yeah and I tried. I, I had them on, and it was great. And I went out, and I put my boots away. I did the whole thing. I'm like, it's flip-flop season. And because then we got it, tricked. And, and then it freaking snowed. Yeah, we yeah, got tricked. Like, yeah. two times in the last, like, three weeks, yeah. we got tricked with super nice weather. Not you, cool, man. You automatically, you get so excited, and you start thinking, okay, winter jackets can go away. Yeah. You get the flip-flops out. Yeah. You get the uh, the milder clothes All out. Of it. All of it. Well, I don't have that. I don't have that kind of wardrobe where I have, like, milder clothes. I wear the same clothes all year. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have, like, I'm not the type that brings out the spring wardrobe. Oh, no? No. Oh, uh, yeah. I got, like, track pants that I only have uh, that I wear, like, in the winter that are thicker, and then I'll put those away. Excuse me? Yeah. Because I won't wear them in the summer. You have winter track pants? Yeah. Like, I got, like, Roots track pants that I will hang on to and only wear in the wintertime. What is it, Maury? I was just going to say, winter ones would just be thicker. Like that, with fleece in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on a second here. You have seasonal track pants? Yeah. No, you don't. I do. <laughs> really? How so many what, times do I have to say I what have you, I'm, I'm shocked by this. I've, yeah. ne- I've never known it. I never I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yeah. And then I have like lighter ones for if. if lighter? Mm-hmm. I see. I guess you, when, when, when you start saying lighter track pants, I start uh-huh. I start thinking about imprints. You know what I mean? That's why like a lot of people celebrate. It's gray sweatpants season. Is the, are the gray ones the lighter ones? Is that, uh, is that like what it is? Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, it's me and Gage Twitter. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah I guess. I'm about, about to do the switch over. I, I, yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. And then I have like these other like. When you blue, talk, like when we're talking thin track pants, like how, yeah. th- how thin is thin? Like t shirt material or, or uh, a little bit thicker no, than t shirt material? A little bit thicker than that. Uh, yeah. I got like some sweatshirt material. I got like uh, some mm. pants from Lululemon that yeah. I'll wear only in the spring and summer. Yeah. Right? Because in the wintertime, they're way too thin. Are the Lululemons, though, are they designed to like show stuff? You know what I mean? Or no? No? I remember. I guess they changed them over the years, oh, right? You shush, Shem. Right? Shem's trying to flex over here. Are they? <laughs> I, I was just going to say that it depends on how tight they are and it depends on how well, you know, you are. Right. You know? Right. Right. Yeah, I guess. Lululemons okay, don't so, do good things to my butt. No, they don't. What are they supposed to do, though? It tightens everything and pushes it up. But is that not what they're supposed they're to supposed do, They're supposed to do that, though. I know, but when you have a big butt like me, it just it just <laughs> looks weird. Well, like, what, because it goes up to your back and then you, <laughs> you have no waist? Like, it just pushes everything way uh, up. Like, like, you look so like, you look like neck- SpongeBob? Like, you just go from, like, one <laughs> exactly, block and then legs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, go, it goes neck, like, <laughs> shoulders, <laughs> butt? <laughs> Do they do that though? Like, when do you say that they like they shape your bum? Oh yes. No, well, I don't find yes. that with mine. 
Really? Yeah. In what way? Like when you put it on, is there things inside, like straps and stuff? No. Or no? no, 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 no. It's just it's just a weird material that sort of just tightens and heightens. Right. Is it like when those uh, when those yoga pants all those years ago came out for ladies? What were they called? Where did they buy those things? I believe you mean the TNA pants. The, yes, the TNA pants. Yeah. Is it just like those? No, well, not the ones that I wear. Yeah, no, not I don't the have that, that, that no, material. But, no, it's because uh, uh. they were thin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were excellent. Yeah, they were yeah. Excellent. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, how's everybody doing today? Everyone's great. Yeah. How are you doing? Good. You sound good. <laughs> no, man. What'd you eat for dinner I'm, last uh, night? I'm a okay. Um, sluggish today because of what you ate last night? Um, no, I'm not sluggish, but I don't want to tell you what I ate last night. Okay, what'd you eat last night? No, I don't want to tell okay, you. Okay, Dan Moore, start, we'll start with you. What'd you eat last night? I made a amazing macaroni and cheese with kimchi. Ew! What? God, for God's <laughs> sakes, man! Excuse you? I didn't create it. It came with the recipe card. It was like how mac- much kimchi? Oh, I hate kimchi. I now I didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've been waiting four weeks for this meal. Four weeks? What do you mean four what? weeks? I ordered it four weeks ago. From on, where? On the good food. Like I Oh, 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 oh your your meal delivery. Uh, My meal okay. delivery. I've been waiting four weeks for oh. this meal. It looks so, so good. Explain how the kimchi is it mixed in with Yeah, the... you like you when yeah, you're sauteing yeah. the onions yeah. and all that, then you put the kimchi, kimchi in, which I didn't know that's like like spiced cabbage. I had yeah. no idea what it was. It's yeah. like um it's like, like pickled. Mm-hmm, pickled. Yeah. yeah. Matthew's like, Oh, yeah. that's very healthy. I'm like, cool. Smelled awful. Yeah, Dude, no, it doesn't smell good. Yeah, kimchi. Yeah, yeah. It was delicious. <laughs> I remember the first time I had it was yeah. at my friend Steven's house. This Korean guy. Shout out Steven. And um, and I had it. And then a bunch of us went to the movies later. On oh, that no. oh no! Oh yeah. no! Of course, yeah. you always get the popcorn, the candy, the big soda, right? Oh, oh no! And I remember oh. I burped. Oh, no, and that kimchi good. burp. It good. was. Like, to this day, I could still, oh, when I think man. about that moment, I could still smell no. that burp. It was no, so man. bad. It's not good. <laughs> so bad. No. Yeah, it doesn't go well with... So um, how did it taste? Awful. It does not go well with cheese and pasta. I waited four weeks for this meal. It looks so good in the picture. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've never been more disappointed So you won't, you won't order, order but it again. When you, I mean, I'll but have when, kimchi but again. But when you're going through the meal service and you're going through things and you're like, oh, that looks good, that looks good, what made you think that kimchi mac and cheese would be good? Yeah, it doesn't I'm seem like, like something that would pair well. I love well. macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And Matthew's like, oh, kimchi's super healthy. And, you know, you won't even taste it. Like, it'll just get hidden in there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's oh, cool. No. And I, I love know, but I, under- I understand strong. being attracted to kimchi because you, you, you feel it's healthy. But how healthy then does kimchi become when you put it in mac and cheese? I thought it canceled something out. Like, I thought that, like... You know, yeah, fresh breath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, kissing your husband. Yeah. Add so that to the list. Sham, <laughs> what'd you have for dinner last night? Uh, I went back to my Jamaican roots and I had uh, jerk chicken and rice oh, and peas from the place. Man. It was so good. But I slept. Why didn't we start with Shem, for yeah. God's sakes? <laughs> talking about kimchi, kimchi mac. mac and cheese for five minutes. We could have been talking about jerk chicken. Yeah, yeah, but I, and I'll tell you something. Uh, I think I may have found what. Uh, what will work in terms of sleeping because I knocked out like, immediately. I immediately because you have sleep apnea, really? right? I have yeah. sleep apnea and I'm, I'm an insomniac. Yeah. And did I you slept. Put the, did you put the helmet on last night or no? No, it's a fighter jet mask. Sorry, uh, Sorry. that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I have to every night. You, you do. Yeah. I have yeah. to. How yeah. long do you sleep yeah. for? Uh, four hours. Can oh. they not? Which for me is great. Can they not build a bubble of some sort? You know what I mean? So what I can you mean? a bubble boy? Yeah. Like, can you not? Because I think to me, like. You know, sleep apnea is an awful thing, and and I I feel for anybody that's got to wear the mask when when you go to bed. But you know, I only think in terms of somebody like Shem, who's a single guy, and 
you know, those first nights of like any sort of sleepover kind of thing. Is it is it a difficult oh, thing? Oh, yeah. you think I bring the mask when I'm having a sleepover? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that stays home, bro. No, this is why I'm oh, saying on, maybe no, a dome. Then, yeah, because like with a dome, you could be like, want to come in my tent? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, sure. Right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm just oh, trying to like, man. you know, you could put like a curtain, oh, right? Like you could put oh. some lights on the inside, make it oh, make romantic. it romantic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Shem Dome. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Today is your day for garbage and recycling. Oh, you poor buggers. Hold down them bins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst. Those days are the worst. Hey, if you see your neighbor's yeah. bins like all up on the sidewalk or on the on the street, do you go and pick them up? Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Ask somebody else first. Maury? No. Well, Maury's in a building. I, okay, I know. Shem? In a building. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Why, do you, Mocha? I will for the people across the street and the people next door to me. You will, huh? Really? Uh, I just did it the other day. Yeah. But well, they won't do it for you. Um, You know what somebody has done? The, it that? was either UPS or FedEx. Yeah. When they dropped something off, they actually picked up my bins that were at the end of the driveway. Really? And walked them up to wow. my garage wow. and left them there. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know if it's because it's the same UPS guy that I yeah. always see and I always give him a wave. That's crazy. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. I don't know his name, but I know he's a really nice yeah. guy. I think it was him. My mailman's a big fan of this show. Really? Yeah. 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 Found that out. The our mail lady, she's super nice. Yeah. But I don't I think think she knows oh, okay i got you but i don't yeah, yeah, yeah. but i don't know if she does yeah, that's she's a, just very very friendly because anytime we see her in the neighborhood we always stop yeah. and talk yeah and it's that's not the kind of thing where you can walk up to somebody and look at them and go big fan huh <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah right like I know. it doesn't work that way she could be like of what of <laughs> my job yeah i know yeah <laughs> yeah no that's a that's a very difficult thing to uh to try and pull off um do i pick up my neighbor's um, bins if the wind blows them over? Well, there's a long answer and a short answer. I think the short is fine. The short is no. <laughs> the long is no. Uh, <laughs> also, of course, Maury would think the short one's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> was waiting for that. That's what she said. Uh, oh. How's everybody doing? Everybody's good? Yeah, man. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Feeling good. You doing good, more? Oh, a little hungover. Why are you hungover, oh, man? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, what happened? You hungover? You had, you had I'm going to guess because I don't know. Okay. You had half a can of cider. Or no, you had a full can of cider, which <laughs> got you drunk. And this is the reason why you got hungover. I had a full can of beer. Of beer? What kind of beer did you have? I had Miller Light. No, you didn't. Coors Light. Coors Light. Coors Light. You got hung over off a of Coors Light, bro. <laughs> <laughs> One can. Wait a second. How many? How many Coors Lights did you crush? One. One. A whole can. <laughs> Was it like a regular size can or a king can? No, regular. Regular size can. On an empty stomach. Please, um, no, I have please. <laughs> why, why would you even ask that question? Well, I'm trying to figure no, out how one can of beer could get the man. Maury, like, when's the last time so you had drunk. an empty stomach? <laughs> 
The three hours that he slept. Okay, when, when his dad used to party at night, leave Maury at home alone. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, so you're a bit hungover today. I am. Yeah. What does your hangover feel like? Describe it. Um, a little wishy-washy, like a little cloudy. Yeah. So I'm crushing an egg sandwich bagel. <sighs> Ew, that's so gross. I have never, in my, I have been hungover so many times in my life. <laughs> yeah. And I've known so many people have been hungover so many times in their life. If at any point at, during a hangover, if somebody was like, yo, man, you feeling okay? I'd be like, oh. And if they went, egg sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would immediately right? throw up. That's cruel to yeah. say to somebody with a hangover. Yeah, big time. Big egg time. sandwich. Egg uh, sandwich and Gatorade. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, it's going to be a hell of a show today, obviously. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, oh yeah. did you guys see that story of uh, wow. David Beckham? David and Victoria Beckham. Did they not? Were they? Was this another? I didn't. I only saw the headline. But were they like in the house when somebody came into their house? Yeah, somebody robbed them. Oh, for God's sake! Or burglarized their home while they were home. No. Somebody broke in. No. Through like the upstairs window. Yeah. And ransacked one room and then dipped and they took like electronics and a bunch of other stuff. Right. See, and this is when I can look at two situations, right, Mm -hmm. and. You can look and say, what would I do in Will Smith's situation if somebody started making fun of my hair, uh, making fun of my wife's hair? Would I walk up on a stage in front of the world and slap a man in the mouth, right? Right. Am I that kind of protector? I'm like, meh, (laughs) whatever, right? I mean, I'm a hothead. Now you have to be like, okay, are you the kind of protector, though, that if you're in the house with your wife and somebody breaks in, are you going to run downstairs and confront them? Right. Two different kinds of protectors. They're both being looked at as that sort of same thing. Right. But what do you do in that situation? But In this with David and Victoria Beckham, they had no idea. They were chilling, bro, like downstairs somewhere doing whatever, watching TV, hanging out, whatever. And somebody broke in upstairs, ransacked one of the rooms, took a bunch of stuff and left. And they didn't know until their son came home, went upstairs and was like, hey, guys, did you not like? Did you see what happened up here? And How's then no they checked alarms? it out. Then they checked it out. I guess because if you're you at got, home, you got kids that are running. You know what I mean? I don't. Like, but these but rich people, they have like alarms for like if you break the glass, that triggers something. Dude, I was reading. Let me read you this headline. That mm. and it's so funny that you bring this up. This was in the Hollywood Reporter last week. Hollywood's newest home trend: safe rooms. Hmm. Safe rooms have become an important luxury checklist item for high-end sales and more common request in the past five years. So people are installing like like secret safe rooms in their houses that they are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on. It's to the point where people won't buy a house unless it has a panic room. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It seems like something you would do, Ron. Me? Oh, my God. I would love a panic See? room. Oh, no, but, but you would that... use it. Roz would use it just to hang out in. Yeah, you would just go in there every single day. <laughs> I heard a noise. <laughs> Where you been? I'd be like, my cat would be like, I thought you were gone. I'd be like, no, man, I was in the panic room. <laughs> why, why were you in the panic room? I heard a noise. <laughs> also, yeah. why didn't you tell us about the noise and bring us with you to the panic room? Yeah, I don't I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ross and Mocha's hell of a story. How you doing? It's Ross and Mocha. 
I'm all right, yeah. How are you? Good. Uh, welcome to Razamoka's Hell of a Story. Laura, where are you from? Um, I'm from northwest of England. Northwest of England. And where and when does your Hell of a Story take place? I think it was like 2001 um, till about 2006. Okay, something so, like that, yeah. so talk us through this here. What happened? I moved into a house. I was 12 years old. It turned out to be so haunted that you now have to <laughs> oh sign a disclaimer God. to move in. Excuse me? You now have to sign a disclaimer to move in. So, so they tell you up front that this house that you're about to purchase is haunted, and then you have to sign a waiver. And what does a waiver say? Like, if anything happens to you, it's not our responsibility? I've not read the waiver personally. It's only what the lady who lives there now has said. Um, she said that she had to sign a waiver. Um basically saying that she won't mess around with Ouija boards or do any black magic. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, and children under children under 16 are not allowed to stay in the house either. Uh, okay. When did you start to get the idea that your house might be haunted? Uh, more or less straight away. One of the bigger things that happened that made us realise, like, you know, yeah, stuff's going on. <laughs> it was uh, my brother and myself. We were messing around, pulling a prank on one of our friends. So it was like really quietly, you know, like sneaking down the stairs, uh, trying to scare her. We went to walk downstairs not a minute later and my brother started screaming out in pain. Uh, I turned the landing light on really quickly and there was blood pouring from his foot. And what had happened is one of the pictures that was on the wall was lent, well, stood up on one of the steps and my brother stood on the corner of it. But we'd literally just been up them stairs and my friend hadn't been up. You know, it was a minute later. She didn't have time to do that. Um, and the corner of it went right into my brother's foot and cut all his foot open. Oh, jeez. Okay, so what what <laughs> else happened? So was it just the picture frame? Because I could easily explain that away. So so talk us through here. What other stuff happened? Convince me. Well, one night, this is the scariest thing that happened. One night I woke up and my brother's girlfriend was stood over me, just staring at me. And I looked at her and I was like, what are you doing? And she didn't answer me. Don't ask me why, but for some strange reason, I just ignored her and went back to sleep. Uh, the next morning, I woke up and I went down, like, why Why were you in mine and your brother's room last night? I said, I weren't. She said, you was literally stood over me, staring at me. I was like, what? I said, that's impossible. You've got a lock on your bedroom door. She was like, oh, yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> so it's like she woke up with me staring at her, and, and you... I woke up with her staring at me. So right. these ghosts are playing pranks. Now, do you find <laughs> in the five years that you guys were in that house, Laura, the haunted house, uh, were there, like, scary things that happened? Like, were these terrifying ghosts or just doing things, that, like, nonviolent things to your family? Uh, the final turning point when my mum actually started believing that it wasn't my granddad, because that's what she would always say, um, was when we actually caught a photograph of it. You got a photo of the ghost? Yes. <laughs> what it look yes, like? Yes, I do. Man, woman, um, monster, demon? All the above. Uh, basically, the picture is of my brother's girlfriend walking into his bedroom, but you can't see her. In front of her, there's um, there's a tall guy with a hat on. Um, he's carrying a suitcase. It's just a big black figure. And there's everything all over it. There's a woman walking up the stairs in the background. Uh, there's a little girl stood next to the guy. There's eyes all over it. 
Um, and that was when we got a medium in and left. <laughs> so you left. What did you do with this picture? Where are these pictures? Where can I see it? I actually have it on one of my old mobile phones. So I've never made it public because I'm actually writing a book and it's going to be in that. Mm, gotcha. gotcha. So you guys eventually move out, right? Yeah. Okay. And then so did the ghost come with you at all? Like was there any hauntings that no. followed you or no, no? You guys went normal house, normal life. Yeah. <laughs> and who lives in the house now? Well, I wouldn't say normal. It kind of oh. uh, kind of messed me up mentally. But... So so you have what? <laughs> yeah. Like like you came out of this with like PTSD and stuff like that? Yeah, completely. Um I have really bad anxiety, but for the first 15 years of not living there, I would literally, every noise, every noise, I would be paranoid. I'd be thinking like, oh, it's not happening again, is it? You know. So again, uh, you moved into a house with your family when you were 12, and you say that the house was so haunted that even after you moved out, the people who currently rent out that house make new tenants sign an NDA and it is so awful there that children aren't allowed to move in. Damn. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, yeah. Laura, is one hell of a story. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank Take care. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, man, it's been a while since we've done this, Roz. Calm down. Time to get her off the desk right now. Maybe you should talk about your problems. Roz and Mocha better moments. I thought we were I thought we were done with vented moments. No, sir. So, okay. People still got Jeez. things that they want to vent about. Yeah, it's been a while. So how this started was uh, we just decided to give anybody uh, a platform and our audience. And if you have anything on your mind that you just need to get off your chest and just vent about, you can do it anonymously. We won't ask any follow-up questions. It like the, the, the show is yours. If, because a lot of times you can't say these kinds of things to like your coworkers or your family or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you just need to get it off your chest. So that's what we do with this. All right. What is your vented moment? Okay. So I have a pretty big driveway. And I know that the snow is gone, but every time I shovel the snow, <laughs> the f snow plow comes right by. It's like they're waiting around the corner and they're like, okay, he's done. Okay, he's done. Then they come by and they put all the snow back in my driveway and then I have to go back out and shovel all of it again. And it's ridiculous. And you know what I'm going to do? I can't do anything about it. All I'm going to do is just keep complaining because why? I can't do anything about it. Yeah. You just have to shovel the snow yeah. and then come back out and do it all over again. Bro, we haven't had it's, that kind of we haven't had that kind of snow in like a month. This has really been eating at you, huh? <laughs> yeah, it has. And I keep saying I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and vent a moment. I'm gonna vent. And then I finally did it. And then when I tell my wife about it, she's like, Oh well, you know, what can you do? Well, yeah, well what can, you're not the one shoveling the snow, are you? <laughs> no. No, it's me. I'm doing it. Yo, let me tell you, I feel your pain, bro, because I am every single time there's a big dumping of snow. Yeah. I'm always hesitant to go out and get rid of the snow for the reason that when the snow plow goes through to clear the main street, yeah. when it runs off on the side, where does it go? Everybody's driveway. Right. But then like yeah. a sucker, because I want the driveway to be clean, I'll go and clean it. And much like you, sir... Seconds later, the plow comes by as I'm packing up to go back inside the house and puts that snow back on my driveway. It is never a good idea 
to wait until the snowplow goes by before you go out and shovel the driveway. I know, because then all that packed snow... It's never the right choice. You, Heavier. You, 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 have, yeah. you have to deal with it the way that this gentleman deals with it, which is you have to go out and do the preliminary clean before the snowplow comes out. You Facts. cannot wait. Yeah, and you know what I do? I just put it back on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then when they come by to do like the, the second round of cleanup, it just ends up back on the driveway No, you again. just scoop it to the left. <laughs> no, you put it back on the... Back on the road, I'll be as petty as I have to be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, well, do you feel better, though, after, like, saying that freely? I do. And now that there's going to be no snow until next year, so, I, I feel really, really good about it. So who do you blame? Uh, Jesus, I don't know. Anybody anybody who's willing to listen. The look on Shrew's face. Yeah. How dare you well, say Jesus? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. ain't got nothing to do with this. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I believe in because I didn't even pick up on that when he said it. Um, uh, okay, so do you blame the plow drivers? No, I don't think. I think it's just one of those things. Like we're, everyone's no, just doing no, their job, no. right? Yeah, Sir, I blame on the, the plow plug, drivers. We are I, I, doing our job. Wait, well, pause for one second, Mocha. What'd you say? They're, it's like they're waiting around the corner. No, he blames like the plow drivers. No, I know, but yeah, I'm it's saying like a game it's for not them. your vented moment, Mocha. Let the man vent. You're right. You're right. Go, go ahead. ahead, sir. It's like they wait around the corner. I swear they go by, and when they see somebody doing it, and they're they've, they're done shoving their driveway, and they're like, ha, ha, I'm gonna get this sucker, and I'm gonna put the snow back on their driveway. Yep. And then as I drive my kid to school, I see everybody back on their driveway shoveling the snow again. Anything you want to say to the drivers? I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. All right, well, yo, that was a vented moment for real. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, brother. Thanks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Scotiabank Arena over the weekend, home of the Raptors, on fire. Like literally on fire. Yeah, and I only I only found out about this from Scott McGilvery uh, from HGTV because he was posting video after video, and I know that Shem was there at the game as well. Uh, Scott's on hold, and I know the audience has pointed out many times how much Shem sounds like Scott McGilvery and how much Scott McGilvery sounds like Shem. Yeah. But we're going to try and break down everything that happened at that Raptors game and with the fire and everything else, uh, without it being too confusing for anyone. Mr. McGilvery, welcome back to the Razamoka Show. Good morning. What's going on now? Uh, we had said. Uh, Already that this may be confusing for the audience because Shem was also at the game and he's going to join us in this conversation. We know that you two sound identical together. So uh, we, we, we apologize in advance if you don't know who is who. Uh, so I don't I the weekend was so bonkers. So much stuff went on yeah. and that we have we like we're not even talking about the fact that there was a fire at the Raptors game. Um, I found out Scott. I only found out because I was I was looking at your socials and you guys you were with your family and you were shooting it posting video and you were like real close to it so what did you see yeah we went to the raptors game and we thought okay you know we'll just it'll be a great night with the kids and but you know at the beginning of the raptors game they do a bit of fireworks off the back of oh, the uh, basketball yeah. net and stuff yeah and and then the game started and my daughter said to me she's like those fireworks make it really smoky in here. And I, I said to her, I'm like, yeah, I don't remember it being this smoky. And all of a sudden, like people just a couple rows over from us start getting up and leaving. And I'm like, why is everybody leaving? Like, you know, it must have been like 50, 60 people all at once. And then obviously, can I kind of hear everybody rumbling? And they're like, there's something dripping from the ceiling. Oh and I look God. up and the speaker is on fire fire and melting and dripping down yeah so people's kind of scattered really quickly out of the way there 
And then, then the, you know, we saw the fire chiefs and all the firefighters come down and they started to clear the section beside us. And we're sitting there, I'm looking up at this thing. It is on fire like, <laughs> and it's getting bigger. And I'm thinking, you know, like there's a whole group of speakers. There had to be five or six speakers in that bundle. I'm like, that's, that's a significant amount of material yeah. that could go into flames. And you could smell it. Like the whole place had that kind of burning plastic smell. So we were just getting ready. I just said to my family, I'm like, let's get together here. Let's hold hands. <laughs> let's get up. Because if, if this thing like falls and bursts into flames, it's yeah. going to be pandemonium here but to be honest they they were pretty organized about everything they started clearing section by section um and then you know they made the announcement the game is going to be postponed everybody leave in a kind of calm way and everybody just kind of got up made their way out there was no chaos thank goodness but yeah it could have escalated quickly uh shem uh we know what raptors tickets cost Mm. uh did you see any (laughs) i know you know what i mean <laughs> Did you see any hesitation on people who maybe thought that? Let's let's just wait. Come on, it's one speaker. Did I see? I was hesitating. I was hesitation. Are you kidding me, man? Listen, I'll tell you. I was seated at section three hundred two, which was right behind, right behind where the speaker was. Yeah. And for me, what struck me was. There was silence. There was like an eerie silence in the arena. So yeah. there was no music. Um, you didn't hear Herbie Coon talk, which uh, after every basket he does or, or DJ Four Corners plays music. And you didn't hear it after a while. And I was like, huh, that's strange. And then you look up and then, yeah, as Scott says, uh, a speaker was on fire. How fast do you think was it between when people realized that speaker was on fire to when they people got up and started to leave? Like other people who weren't directly underneath it. It was a while. Was it? Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, people wanted to stay. The Raptors were killing, yeah. killing. You know, they, you know like, that they, they like after everything was settled, right? And they yeah. realized that the speaker was no longer a danger inside of Scotiabank Arena. They continued the game. They played pretty yeah. much to an empty arena, and the Raptors killed them. 131-91 wow. was the final score. So, okay, so if they normally, if something happens, right, and something gets interrupted midway or whatever it is, there is a sort of ticket redemption. I don't know if I've ever seen another event where the event was going on, and then halfway through the event, they told the audience to leave, and the event continues. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, what happens? Yeah. I don't know. Did, did you hear anything, Scott or, or Shem, like... Because that was going to be my question. You get like a like a credit for like a future game or no, anything well, like that. Well, they did say that the, that people were going to be reimbursed. I haven't seen oh, anything yet. Yeah. Uh, but and mind <laughs> you, mind you, the, uh, there's only like ten games left in the season right, or eight games left enough. in the season. When are they going to do it? It's but, like it's like in a restaurant when the waitress walks over and goes, "Well, you you, you did eat half of it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's there's no refund. It's weird. It's weird. We came home and watched the game, and they did say uh, in the next thirty days they're going to reimburse people or whatever it is but um man it was tough it was tough to be watching such a great game it was heartbreaking to have to if they were losing we would have run out of there as soon as i saw a flame but (laughs) this is one of those things a scott where we haven't gone out of the house and done stuff like this in years and like this is what happens (laughs) totally (laughs) should have stayed home (laughs)
Everything was perfectly fine when we were all indoors. You see, you go out once and the speaker's lights on fire. Uh, Scott, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Your, your videos on social uh, were incredible. And my favorite part is I think there was that one moment, like you looked at your kid and you're like, that fire's going to get bigger fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like, this is a man that knows building materials. Okay, people, listen to this guy. Okay? Flammable. Uh, Scott, uh, thank you so much. Uh, let's plug your show while we have you here, Scott. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. There you go. Monday night. New show, Vacation House Rules. Absolutely. Thank you. There you go. You got him. Love you lots, buddy. Take care, man. All right. We'll talk to you later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. We just wanted to catch you before you got to the hospital. What's your name? Monique. Uh, Today is a big celebration day for Monique. She's on her way to the hospital right now. Yeah. Uh, She's having twins today. Oh, my God. And today is the day. Today is the day. How are you feeling, Monique? I am super nervous, but so excited at the same time. How are they? uh, How are they getting them out of you? I'm doing a C-section, so this is my first one. So that's where the nerves kick in, but all will be good. So, jeez, two of them in there, huh? And I have one little one at home, so it's going to be a handful, but we're okay. (laughs) How old is your first? Is your little one at home? My son is, he's four. Oh, okay. Is he excited to be a big brother? He's so excited. He actually knew I was pregnant with twins before I did, which was really funny. (laughs) What? How? Yeah, he uh, he just guessed it. He said, no, mommy, there's two babies in your belly. The next week I found out there was two, so. Whoa. Good thing thing four is not a difficult age, huh? (laughs) I know. I just need him to give me the lottery numbers now, right? Yeah. So, um, do you know if you're having uh, like the gender of the babies yet, or you yes. just want to be surprised? No, I'm having a boy and a girl. Are they? Oh, are they? Are they? I guess they're not identical. No, they're not. Uh, so a boy and a girl twin, huh? Boy and a girl. That's like Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, facts. <laughs> Brandon just, and Brenda. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's awesome. And so obviously you're you're over the moon, but. Uh, I am. Uh, going going from one to three has to I know, be that's like. <laughs> what do you What do you think about the most when you think about having three? I don't even know. We're outnumbered. That's all I think. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and do you feel like you're you're as prepared as you can be in the home to no. to bring twins home? No. Definitely not this time around. I feel so much more unprepared this time. Yeah. Jeez. Oh man. Uh, are you Are you going to give them like cool matchy matchy names and stuff? No, we haven't even decided yet. So oh. we'll find out. Once we see them, but yeah, yeah, not like 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 Rick and Ricky. Oh my goodness, imagine! <laughs> Yo, Rosamoka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe Rosamoka. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. Uh, well, Monique, we just wanted to uh, make sure we caught you before you got to the hospital. Thank it's a very you so much. This big my day. You guys are awesome. Big day for you and your family. We are sending you guys oh, so much thank love. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. My husband's your number one fan, by the way. He's right here, so he's so excited. Oh, no. <laughs> well, uh, well, yo, dude, congratulations, dog. I'm, I'm here <laughs> too, you, man. man. Yeah, cool. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. Survey time. Uh, husband in the car between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? It's Mocha. Yeah. Okay, and Monique, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Sorry, Roz, definitely Mocha. Hey, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, like I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys lots. You have a great day. Thank Congratulations again. Right, Thank you so out. much. I Later. appreciate it. Love Bye. You. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, man. What a movie star this guy is. So He's taking a break now, right? Yeah, The Adam Project. 
I was talking to, God, who was I talking to? Cheryl uh, Hickey at uh, ET Canada. And she was saying that it's, it's the Adam Project's on a loop in their house. Is it? Yeah. I yeah, because her, her, uh, her, her son Jackson is just like just over and over and over and over again. Uh-huh. So Ryan Reynolds now has three original Netflix films in Netflix top 10 Netflix films of all time. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. This is that was that became his third. What were the other two? Take a guess. Take a guess. Oh, uh, Red Notice. Red Notice. Oh yeah. Red, right, Red, well, the, Red Notice is Red Notice is number one. That's the that that's the that most watched original movie. Netflix movie of all uh-huh. time. I love that one. And then Adam Project is in there at number Three. seven. Oh, number seven. Number seven, and it's going to move up for sure yeah. because everybody is oh. just streaming it over and over again. And then the third one is a movie that everybody slept on and. I watched it and I was like, it may have been the most bonkers half 25 minutes of a movie that I've ever seen. The first 25 minutes of this movie was the craziest 25 minutes I've ever seen in a movie. And it's Ryan Reynolds? It's Ryan Reynolds. I bet I know. What is it? Six Underground? Six Underground. Yeah. Do you ever see Six Underground? Uh-uh. It's a heist movie. Is it? Yeah. How have I never heard of Bro, this one? Bro, it is so good. So Six Underground, the first When twi- did it come out? Uh, like four years ago? I don't know. Four years ago? Okay. Five years ago? Maybe? Uh, two, uh, 2019. 2000, okay. okay, 19, yeah. So the first, I would say, 25 minutes, 20 minutes of Six Underground is a car chase. Oh, really? Dude. And it is... How did we all sleep on this movie? I, I watched it when it came out, and then nobody else watched it. And I thought, oh, maybe everybody just thinks it sucks, so I'll just keep my mouth shut. Oh. Uh, but dude, Which is something you really I do. Know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, no, Yelling six, at everyone to watch this six, movie. Six Underground is so good. Yeah? It, oh, it's so... And it's, and it's not like PG-13, like it's R. Wow. Right, like it is... It's good, yeah. Okay, but, so, so he Six now Underground? Has, he now six has, Underground? Yeah, he now has three. So he was tied with Sandra Bullock, who has two movies in uh, Netflix's top ten. So five of Netflix's top ten movies are Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds movies. So hers was... Uh, Bird Box? Bird Box. Yeah. And then that new one she did, The Unforgivable. Yeah. Oh, which is oh I didn't watch that one. Did you watch that, Maureen? Oh, my gosh, that is so good. Yeah, sad though, right? No, nah, I don't want to see sad Sandra Yeah, Bullock yeah, movie. I know, I know. Man, Sandra Bullock is one of those people, you're right. I don't yeah. know if I want to see sad Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I'm yeah. staying away from that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, that was like, uh, um, uh, uh, God, what's that guy? Uh, that was like sad Adam Sandler in uh, in that movie he did, the, uh, the Paul Thomas Anderson movie. The one with the jewelry heist? No, no, where he played the... Um, not was Uncut it? Jams. Not uh-huh. Uncut Jams. <laughs> um, no, it was the... Where, the comedy? Uh, yeah, the comedian? That was, was, it it? Called, it was it called The Comedian, maybe? Something like oh, that? Wow. I don't. I didn't want to see Sad Adam Sandler. Yeah, I can't, there's certain, yeah. certain people in Hollywood where... No, I, I can't. I just think it makes you appreciate the actor more when they could do... I don't know. I love that they can do it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love that they can do it. It just... I don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to yeah. see Sad it's Sandra Bullock. I know. I don't want to see... He's sad. Um, uh, now I don't mind. Like I don't mind seeing sad Ryan Reynolds, right? Because oh, totally. Because he can do a lot of stuff. But I also because I don't mind seeing like action yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Wait, when's the sad Ryan Reynolds? Reynolds? What's that? Um, I mean, there were moments in in this Adam Project where mm. it, I was like, it got a little emotional. Don't spoil me, it. 
Yeah. No, no, no. I don't, but this isn't sad Ryan Reynolds, though. No, no, no. This, this is definitely not no, sad No, 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 no. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, that kid in that movie, though, is so good. So and he good. looked at it. They, they, sh- they put a picture up. I was reading this article, and they put a picture up of what Ryan Reynolds looked like at that age. And those two, they looked identical. Yeah? But that kid apparently had done exactly one junior high school play before doing that movie. No. Yeah. He's so good, yeah, though. Yeah, and he's so good. He's a great actor. Yeah, yeah he's, he's so good. Funny. Yeah, so Ryan Reynolds, three movies in Netflix's top 10. Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, let me uh, give a shout out to Pickering, Ontario, real quick. Oh, uh, yeah, what we do? All, uh, all 92,000 of you. Big shout out to Pickering Town Center, to the Pickering <laughs> Power Plant. Yeah. And uh, all 92,000. I mean, the stats may be higher up now. I was at the town center not that long ago, man. The population may be up now. The info yeah. that I have from Census Canada is a little outdated. <laughs> yeah. So maybe more than 92,000. That's true. But congratulations to Pickering, Ontario, who can now what happened? clearly stream the Raza Mocha show on their mobile devices using Wi-Fi or using okay. internet uh, and, and get us with no interruptions. Because for a real long time, Pickering, Ontario had terrible internet. Really? Just Pickering? Yes. What was going on in Pickering? And it was Drake that brought this to the attention to the people of Pickering and to the mayor of Pickering because one of Drake's producers, one guy that he works with a lot, Boy Wanda, yeah. who has also worked not only with Drake, but like his client list is long, like Ludacris and sure. Jay-Z. Okay. The names go on and on. Rihanna, right? He's doing stuff music for people at his home in his studio he lives in pickering ontario okay and the internet connection was so bad that when drake was trying to send stuff to him back in the day the the connection was that so damn bad. pickering wi-fi just yeah, kept screwing he up he couldn't get his tracks <laughs> really to boy wonder what is going on what is going on in pickering why. like just pickering like they have no why. wi-fi in pickering so in july of 2019 drake put out on instagram stories can the mayor of Pickering set up some stronger Wi-Fi towers so Boy Wanda can be able to send me all of his newest newest beats trying to cook up here? Thanks, okay. Drake. Yeah. So then I guess they've been working on it. And they put up, Boy Wanda then put up on his Instagram a picture with him and the mayor and being like, yo, thanks for the new internet that we got out here. <laughs> really? They were able to up the internet not only for Boy Wanda, but for like everybody in Pickering. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, of course. God, that's power, huh? Damn it, Maury was able to get in touch with the mayor of Pickering, David Ryan. <laughs> and was a, and David Ryan, the mayor of Pickering, was able to yeah. get Maury's email right away. <laughs> right away. Came through ASAP <laughs> because that super fast internet. Oh, my God, it's the mayor of Pickering. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Maury. Thank you very much. What does it say? A mayor had to get Drake to help with the Wi-Fi. Well, you know, we, we had the shout-out from Drake, and I think what really kicked it was uh, the response from the city where uh, my chief of staff uh, used a lot of Drake's uh, lyric and song title to, uh, to to develop a response, and that got picked up by a lot of the uh, the Internet service providers. Basically, you could say Pickering started from the bottom. Now you're there. I'd like to think so. Yes, absolutely. That's a line from one of his songs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on, walk man. me through this. Three years ago, Drake was unable to get MP3s of his new songs from his producer, Boy Wanda, and Drake wanted to get better Wi-Fi and Pickering. Three years later, here we are. Wow, right? 
It, it, it's fantastic. It, it speaks to, uh, you know, it's, to some point, the, the power of celebrity, but the fact that the city of Pickering was uh, quickly picked up on that, uh, used it to our advantage to attract the interest of the Internet service providers. We had a number of them get in touch with us, uh, as a matter of fact. And uh, now here we are with uh, the service uh, improvements in our rural areas and uh, a very aggressive program uh, for the rest of Pickering over the next couple of years. Did Drake show up in like one of those internet trucks and climb ladders and connect cables in like, I guess, like a tank top? No, no, uh, no, he did not. But uh, Boy Wonder was yeah. good enough to uh, to host a, a small event for us. And and uh, we want to give a, a thank you to both of them for, for their help for Pickering. Boy Wonder hosted an internet party? Uh, he hosted a neighborhood party. <laughs> Call it what you will. Hey, by the way, two <laughs> Wi-Fi antennas got married last Thursday. The reception was fantastic. That's that's great. That's Did you get the joke? <laughs> Maury, I know you were a very funny guy, so it's entirely possible. <laughs> okay, here's the other question for you. Sean Mendez is from Pickering. Where was he in all of this? Why didn't Sean Mendez help with the Wi-Fi? Sean, where was Sean Mendez? No, you know what? All of the talent from Pickering, we have a great deal of it. Uh, they're out there representing our city. And uh, by the way, uh, Sean, you may remember, did the, uh, Tim Hortons in Pickering. So um, very, very pleased for that. The Internet is better in Pickering. What do you want to say to Drake and Boy Wanda that finally, like it's taken what, so many years, finally Pickering is up to speed on their Internet? We're grateful, and there's even more to come, and we're looking for great things from their music. Well, I think now that you have better internet, you need to do a video of you doing the Tootsie slide for your TikTok account. <laughs> and then a quick trip to my chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big up Pickering! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Adam, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, buddy. Uh, so we're gonna. This is a uh, Razamoka fix my life update, and we talked to you back in uh, July 2021, and uh, you wrote us this. Uh, my girlfriend and I have been dating for about four years now, and I've been living together for about two years in my parents' basement. Uh, we both feel that we're ready to take our relationship to the next level and take on the responsibility of getting a dog. Uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> we're having a very, very tough time convincing my parents that this is what we need to grow in our relationship. And as our family already has a dog, my parents are using this dog as an excuse, as a way to not let us get our dog. So, And uh, Adam, you and your girlfriend are young, right? You're like early 20s? Yeah, we're both 23. 23. Okay. okay. So when, we, when you first talked to us, what was the advice that you got from us and how did you come away from the conversation? Um, so you guys told me to like basically respect my parents' decision that if they say don't get a dog, don't get a dog, and that to save money and establish ourselves so that when we do move out that we can do what we want and get our dog because, you know, it will be established, it will be our place all that, all that. Yeah. Stuff. And one of my fears, at least for you guys, was the fact that maybe you wouldn't be able to care for the dog. And then the, the responsibility falls on your parents and yeah. it will then become your parents uh, dog. Right. Because the two of you, you and your girlfriend, Adam, like if you had to work, let's say on the same day and wouldn't be able to care for the dog, then who looks after that, that pup? Right. It automatically right. falls on your folks. Right. And so did you guys did you how hard did you push after this conversation? Um, you know, I took your advice pretty well. And um, we kind of subsided a bit on the bugging them for a dog. But we did make another big commitment 
I'm back on the show for a big announcement. We bought a fish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, y'all just wanted a pet so wow. bad, huh? Wow. We, we took your advice. We're, we're going to start small, you know, no no walks, you know, don't have to feed it as much. It's a little little on the cheaper side. You got oh, on. one one fish? Just one, yeah. We're, like we're a, starting small. Is it a big fish or no? No, it's a betta fish. Oh, oh those tiny God. little ones? So not yeah, even in yeah. like a big fish tank. It's just like a little fish bowl? No baby steps. Oh. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, I thought, honestly, bro, I thought when you said that we have a big announcement that you were yeah. going to say that you and your girl saved up to buy a house or a condo or something and that yeah. you were going to move out. Hey, have you have you seen the housing market lately? Yeah, that's a very difficult thing to do, huh? Have you seen the fish yeah, market uh, lately? <laughs> yeah, the, the fish market's getting tough, so I, the, the housing market's probably worse. Oh man! Uh, okay, know, so so the update is: uh, Are you still living at your parents' place? Yeah, yes, unfortunately. Oh, you are. But we are making, but we are making those moves to save up. We've both been promoted in in the six months since we've talked. Yeah. Okay. We're, 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 we're getting in our, into our savings really well. We're, we're doing our thing. We're on our way. Okay. Okay. So you guys are happy together. Yes. You don't feel that your relationship has a, some sort of hole in it that you need to fill with either like a dog or a kid or whatever it is, right? Like you guys no, are no good. Way. You're solid. Okay, cool. And, uh, and the, the dream of uh, dog ownership is, or companionship, I guess, uh, is that still sort of top of mind or no? No, not top of mind right now. What we truly did like take your advice right now. We're focusing on like saving money and, and moving up in our, in our jobs. Yeah. Mm, okay. And you li- listen to but, you now, listen to your attitude now, man. Could you imagine if you did get a dog? Oh, I'd probably be losing my mind. You'd be losing your mind right now. Your mom, <laughs> but, but your, now with your that mom fish, would be looking at that dog. Feed him once in a while. It's super quiet. You don't got to take it outside. Yeah, exactly. And when you get sick of the fish, all you got to do is get a cat. <laughs> that's the next step. No, that's good advice. <laughs> right? Uh, well, there you go, Adam. Glad it all worked out for you. Congratulations on the fish. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> right all right, brother. Take care. Later. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. What? I don't know. Nobody can hear you. I can't hear Maury. Do you want to turn oh. his microphone on? Maury, Maury's just sitting here looking at you, talking in complete silence, like your lips are moving and everything else. What is the What, what do you want to say? At the end, when you go, let's do the news. Have you ever noticed you go, news Uh I, I try and change it up every now and no, then. No, it's always news No, no, because it never used to be. I've gone through four or five different ways that I say, let's do the news. Which all end with za. Nope. Nope. They have not all ended like that same way. This is a new way that I'm trying. And it's been this Did way for like it's it? been this way for a little while. I'm okay with it. I like I'm it. okay with it. Yeah. You like it? Yeah, Mocha, yeah, yeah. you like the za? Now, now I'll tell you what the problem is. Now I'm going to do it. I'm going to screw it all up. No, now so, you have to. So, mm. Maury doesn't bring attention to it. Just say it a different way. Okay, cool. No problem. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh huh. Let's do the news. <laughs> How's that, Mar? <laughs> New way. The, I missed the za. Well, there you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Foo Fighters have canceled all remaining uh, tour dates. Obviously, the band uh, revealed the news on social media, saying it was with great sadness that Foo Fighters confirmed the cancellation of all upcoming tour dates in light of the staggering loss of our brother, Taylor Hawkins. Uh, The statement continued, we're sorry uh, for and share in the disappointment that we won't be seeing 
you to, uh, as planned. Uh, their next performance was actually supposed to be at the Grammys on Sunday. Oh, wow. Where they're nominated for three awards. So I don't know what's oh, going to yeah. happen, whether they're even I going that to they show were, up. I or... assume that they were going to cancel that one at least. God, um, But it totally makes sense. I mean, yeah, that was tragic too, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Hawkins. I watched a beautiful video. There's a, and if you get a chance to see it, it's really cool. I don't remember what town it was or where it was, but there's a really great video uh, that went viral a few years ago where there was, I guess, some small town somewhere. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but it was too small of a town where big bands don't come and play in this in whatever this town was or sure. city was. And they got together and they did this video where they were out in a huge field and they had a thousand musicians and singers like with, you know, 200 sets of drums and like 400 guitars and basses and everything else. And they set it up and they had a thousand people in a field playing a Foo Fighters song that they recorded and it went viral. Um, and, and they did it to get the Foo Fighters to come and play their town. I think I saw this. Yeah. Yes. Now that you mention it. Yeah. The drummers in the field. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. does sound familiar. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I think it I've was, seen this it was really cool. And then of course, Foo Fighters went and played their yeah. town, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because they were just the best. But uh, that oh, was a, man. that was a tragedy. Tragic loss uh, as well. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Elliot Page in because I'm a huge fan of Umbrella Academy. Did you mm-hmm. watch Umbrella Academy? I haven't yet. You no. haven't. It's such no. a good show, man. New season drops soon, right? So season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, it drops soon. So they've confirmed that. So Elliot Page, um, when the character was female, it was the, the character's name was uh, Vanya uh, Hargreaves, and. Netflix and I guess the Umbrella Academy's uh, Twitter account put out a picture where it just reads uh, meet Victor Hargreaves. So Elliot's transition is going to be part of season three. But the clip that they've released so far for season three um, is the character is still Vanya. So the transition is not it's not going to start that way. So the transition will have to be built into during the story during the during the uh, during the the storyline. Yeah. Did you see Elliot at the Academy Awards? I did not because they came out and uh, did uh, there was like a Juno reunion with um, that's right with uh, um, Ben Affleck sex. Who's what's it? Jennifer Garner. Uh, And like Elliot's got that voice. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Like, for sure, for sure. It sounds wow. like me. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's dope. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So so the transition uh, is going to be part of um, uh, Umbrella Academy 3. So good news for everybody. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church Academy Award nominee. Uh, he was on, remember that show Wings all those years ago? He was also in that movie Sideways. He's Mm-mm. been in, uh, he I was a, look him up online. He was a villain in something, wasn't he? Also in, um, Divorced with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. He, no, but he was also a villain in something. What's I don't know what he was a villain Thomas in for. Thomas Hayden yeah. Church. He was a villain in something. Oh, Sandman. From Spider-Man. Thank you. He was Sandman from Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man yes, 3. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Sandman. Uh, Why didn't you just say that in the uh, first bra, place? Bra, 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 bra. <laughs> okay. I got a lot on my mind over here. Um, I got my money on my mind. Uh, okay, so Thomas Hayden Church uh, was doing an interview. They asked him uh, his thoughts on the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock slap the other night at the Academy Awards. This is what he had to say. I am an Academy Award-nominated actor. I've been in the Academy for 17 years and you know what he did despite how he tried to scramble for an explanation and and and, and quite frankly uh i think a pretty pathetic excuse that he was doing it out of love out of protection for jada 
I mean, in my mind, and 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 I don't know if it's ever going to be put to a a vote with the academy. It's you know obviously a very big and diverse organization. I think that Will Smith should be banned from the Oscars for the rest of his life. I think he should have his academy membership stripped. But I do not. I don't think he should have the Oscar taken from him. That guy's breathing. Was that who was breathing? Was that yeah. you breathing, Rory, or was looking, that the no. guy in the clip? I thought it was you. No, I and think it was the, the person okay. he was the, talking the, to. The, the host. Yeah, that's a very. You can no, my breath breathing. has a little whistle when I breathe. Man, you gotta like, you gotta check I, that. I know. I was wa- I was watching Maury because <laughs> your microphone is on. I was watching Shem. Your microphone is on. Yeah, no. Because I knew it was. It I thought it was there. Ross. No, it wasn't me. Man, that's crazy. Uh, anyway, so the machine has now started from the other side. There are uh, uh, anybody who has like really come out to talk about how Will should either you know have been arrested or sued or whatever it was. So you have Jim Carrey, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, who literally, she tweeted uh, a picture of her dress on Instagram. She put up on Instagram and she said, here's a picture of my dress at the show where we are apparently assaulting people now. Oh, and man. so you have uh, um, Jim Carrey, Zoe Kravitz, uh, the Judd Apatow, uh, all the other comics who have come out against uh, what Will Smith did. And you see the machine working now. Now, where mm-hmm. they're now there, the people's timelines are filled with people. Oh yeah, well, what about when Jim Carrey was an anti-vaxer, and what about when Jim Carrey was this, and what about when Zoe Kravitz said this, and what about like they're digging up all the dirt yeah. now? So everyone's it, now starting to do the, bro, the search history on bro, every bro, single person. If, if, you've, their opinion. if you've said anything about uh, about Will Smith, like they are now, the machine is now digging up all of everything that you've ever done that is questioned. Like, oh my God, it's getting so ugly. So, so, so ugly. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, oh, I want to hear this. I have not actually heard this yet, which is the, um, Cam- who's, who's this song? Who is it? It's Ed Sheeran and Camila Cabello. And, and they did it for the uh, Haiti, uh, not Haiti, uh, the uh, Ukraine benefit, mm-hmm. right? Is yeah. that what this is? Yes, yeah, their new song, Bam Bam. This is um, me and this person's first time singing our song together. <laughs> Sing on this or no? Ed doesn't sing on this? Just the guitar? It's good. Yeah, it's a good song. I like this one. So that was ITV's concert for Ukraine. They brought in like $18 million. Oh, wow. Ed Sheeran does sing some of his songs as well. He does, huh? During the concert? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. That's a good song. I yeah. like that. I like that beat. I like that uh, the guitar stuff. I think that uh, Ed Sheeran's a great guitar player. I'm just and, glad it's not another slow song. Oh, right. You know, I didn't want to get too, too deep into that. But yes, I'm glad it's not another slow song. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, you're going to love this, Mocha. What? 
there is a new TV series coming to HBO Max that mm-hmm. will explore the origins of Pennywise the Clown from It. Why do we need that? What? Yeah. I thought we are already new. Didn't we know? What or- happened to Pennywise? I think so. Or his yeah. origin story? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean. I would say. That you say, man, when you got a hot franchise, because that was like the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. But sometimes no. you don't want to know. Sometimes you just like to see them, well, you know, how they are. I, I agree. And that's that's the the problem with all the, the reboots and everything else with a lot of the horror movies is oftentimes what makes these people frightening is that there is no explanation for why they are the way they are. And if you remember, Rob Zombie, who I actually think Rob, Rob Zombie is a decent horror director. Mm-hmm. But when Rob Zombie did his version of Halloween, he justified Michael Myers, meaning he built a backstory for Michael Myers that sort of explained why Michael Myers was Michael Myers. And he became instantly less terrifying because the yeah. scariest thing about Michael Myers was you didn't know why he was doing what he sure. was doing. You didn't know what the motive was. You didn't really know anything. Really and that is the, that's, that's what makes a character frightening. But as soon as you give them a backstory and justify uh, what they're doing, it's not scary then anymore. you have heart for that person. Yeah, yeah like, like I, I don't, I, I don't want, want empathy that. for Michael Myers. In that first It movie, I can't remember, but did they not talk about the origin of Pennywise? It was so long ago, I can't even remember, but I don't care. Yeah, but isn't Pennywise like a demon? Isn't that what he is? In those ones, yeah, the newer yeah. ones with those kids from Stranger Things, yeah, he like could fly in the air and stuff. But he could always do that, though. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So anyway, you're gonna get your Pennywise uh, origin story on uh, in a television series on HBO Max. I hope they make him cute. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A Cardi B making history by becoming the first woman to have every song on an album be certified platinum. Wow, good for you, Cardi B. Crazy, right? All 13 songs off her hit record uh, are at least certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. Although every song on Cardi's album did go platinum uh bodak yellow and i like it which were uh, uh bad bunny and jay balvin um have gone 13 times uh sorry 10 times platinum so those two tracks have gone 10 times platinum every other track on the record has been certified platinum first female artist in history uh to ever achieve that with one single record wow it's not bad right the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh you want to hear justin bieber get booed while doing a show in montreal Oh, what happened? So he's trolling. It's so great. Really? You can, you can and we're going to play this clip for you. Okay. The sound is terrible. You're not going to understand a bloody word Justin Bieber's saying, but he's on stage in Montreal and he's like, so how about them leaves, huh? Oh. So sorry. Austin Matthews is really tearing it up, huh? So sorry about your playoff run, huh? Oh, Maybe next year. No. So that's all the stuff he said, but you can clearly just like listen to the people who are recording it because you can hear boo. You can really hear one person boo who's obviously the person filming it. Yeah. Uh, but there's a smattering throughout it. So this is Bieber. Is this person say woo or boo? I think boo. I think like boo. a high pitched boo. I know, which it's is a French boo. Yeah, like a high pitch boo ain't all that bad. 
Right? That's not bad. Boo. Yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> I, you really That's do. false news. Boo. You really hear the you you rarely hear the the high pitched boo. Yeah, we don't we love you, Justin, but boo. <laughs> Come on, you don't get it that often, huh? Maybe that's how they boo in Montreal. Maybe it is. Maybe. Le boo, <laughs> le boo. Yeah. We are very upset, le boo. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes, le boo. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Bruce Willis stepping away from acting. This is a tragic, tragic, heartbreaking story, man. After he was diagnosed with dysphagia, um, Bruce's daughter, Rumor Willis, shared the news on behalf of the entire family on Insta yesterday. She said uh, to Bruce's amazing supporters, uh, as a family, we wanted to share that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. As a result of this, and with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that has meant so much to him. Aphasia uh, is a language disorder caused by damage in a specific area of the brain that controls language expression and comprehension uh, it leaves a person unable to communicate effectively with others and is frequently the result of a stroke and oh, the uh, this has apparently been the talk of show business uh, for a couple of years now because Bruce has been cranking out movies I think he's done like eight or nine movies last year and he has like um, I think like seven or eight in the can still to come out Um, but according to page six while he was on set they said that he was having cognitive problems they all knew Bruce was having problems everyone knew the cast knew the crew knew and his family stepped in and they moved in to take care of him and they added that he was using one of those earpieces in his ear Mm. like we like we hear Johnny Depp uses uh, for them to feed him lines and it was increasingly difficult to have him on screen in addition one production was using body doubles at times and they said that it became very apparent that he was having problems so they used body doubles not just for action sequences but for maximizing his screen time oh wow uh, yeah and then the uh, both the Razzies and Kevin Smith have uh, released statements because if you remember at this year's Razzies they created a whole new category for the worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie oh no um, after he had eight straight to VOD films in 2021 including uh, American American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Out of Death, and Survive the Game. The Razzies say, um, the Razzies are truly sorry for Bruce Willis' diagnosis and condition, the organization said in a tweet yesterday. Uh, Perhaps this explains why he wanted to go out with a bang in 2021. Our best wishes to Bruce and his family. To clarify, we heard about the diagnosis the same time everyone else did just this morning. And Kevin Smith went on Twitter um, to sort of walk back what he had said about Bruce Willis in the past. Uh, He said, uh, long before, do you remember that movie Cop Out? It was Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. Oh, you, yeah. You remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. So the Kevin Smith erected that. Uh-huh. And he said, uh, long before any of the cop-out stuff, I was a big Bruce Willis fan. So this is really heartbreaking to read. He loved to act and sing, and the loss of that has to be devastating for him. I feel like an a-hole for my petty complaints from 2010. Uh, so sorry to Bruce Willis and his family. Because if you were, I, like, Kevin Smith dined out on how much he disliked Bruce Willis for years. Mm. Um, he had said to uh, uh, Mark Marin not long after that, that working with Bruce Willis, he described it as effing soul crushing. 
And wow. and I had interviewed Kevin Smith about Bruce Willis not that long after after this came out. And the way that he described it was wor- what working with Bruce Willis was like. He first of all he hated it because he couldn't get Bruce to do anything, uh-huh. nothing. Like he wouldn't sit for a picture for the poster, that oh, kind, that wow. kind of stuff, right? Like he just he would not do anything. And he said that uh, he was either going to, you know, had Tracy Morgan not been on that set, that he would have killed somebody. Yeah. Um, and Tracy Morgan was the one that sort of kept it in in tow. But uh, but Kevin Smith had said that up to that point, working with Bruce Willis, because he had done a bunch of movies. He had done Jane Silent Bob. Uh, he had done Clerks. He had done um, that other one with, uh, with that took place in New Jersey with Ben Affleck. And anyway, the way that he put it was up to that point, he had built his whole career around working with boys. He was like, Matt Damon was a boy. Ben Affleck was a boy. He's like, Bruce Willis was the first man I ever worked with, and Mm. it was not good. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, so he walked it all back, um, you know, after, I guess, all these years. But, uh, but yeah, so sad for Bruce Willis, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Wanda Sykes uh, on Ellen today, and... Wanda, of course, part of the trio that hosted the Academy Awards when the slab happened. Ellen, former Academy Awards show host. Uh, So they had a lot to talk about. Wanda, also a uh, brilliant and just has been in the stand-up game for so long. Mm, Legend. Uh, And her take on what went down between Will Smith and Chris Rock is super interesting. Where were you when that happened and how did it affect you? From the moment I went from the trailer because I wanted to be in the house to watch from that moment to when I got to the monitor um, backstage, I just saw Will leaving the stage and, ev- and everything was quiet. And I'm like, what happened? What happened? Everybody was like, oh, my God. Oh my God. And then Will just starts cursing, you know, from his seat. Keep your wife, my wife's name, whatever. And I just felt so awful for my, my friend, you know, Chris. And, and it, was, it was sickening. It was absolutely, I physically felt ill and i'm still a little traumatized me by too. it me too and for them to let him stay in that room and enjoy the rest of the show and accept his award i was like how gross is this this is just the wrong message you know like you assault somebody you get escorted out the building and that's it but for them to let him continue i thought i thought it was was gross yeah i yeah. think watching- plus, i wanted to be able to run out you know after he won and say uh unfortunately will couldn't be here tonight yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Now, the the Academy did say that they were furious when this all went down and they actually tried to get Will Smith to leave and he flat out refused. Oh, really? So, yeah. So that's part of their investigation, I guess, which is, you know, how did it get to the point of where Will Smith was allowed to dig his heels in and not actually leave the auditorium? Now, Wanda Sykes, one of the only people to say publicly that she actually had a conversation with Chris Rock um, after all of this happened. And here's more with Wanda. I know he, he, he apologized to Chris, but um, I believe that, you know, we were the host, right? So we were the, this is our house. We're inviting you in. We're hosts. We're keeping, we're going to take care of y'all tonight. Make sure you have a good time. And no one has apologized to us. And we worked really hard to put that show together. So, yeah, so I'm like... That's why I, I'm, I would, I'm just I'm like the industry yeah. itself. I'm like, what, what the hell is this? Yeah, it's this not wrong. an example to set. You don't you don't exactly. you don't let someone do yeah. something like that and get away with it and be rewarded. Exactly. Uh, we just you know, but yeah. I just that's why again I wanted to say what a great job you did because you. that got overshadowed. Right, I, and I also want to say this. 
I, I, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but I, you know, I, I saw Chris, uh, you know, at, at Guy's party. And, uh, and as soon as I walked up to him, the first thing he said was, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, why are you apologizing? He's like, it was supposed to be your night. It was supposed you and Amy and Regina, y'all were doing such a great job. I'm so sorry. This is now going to be about this. Because that's, you I mean, that's who Chris is. Chris is, yeah, Chris is a sweet guy. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Chris Rock on stage last night in Boston. This was his first time doing stand-up since uh, all that went down. It's kind of difficult to hear. Um, he doesn't really get too, too into it, but uh, he does address it. Listen to this. How was your weekend? What happened? So it became the hit at. I'm not. I had like a whole show I wrote before <laughs> this weekend, and I'm still kind of processing what happened. Like, like I. When he came out on stage, he gave him a three-minute standing ovation, too. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Ricky Gervais has finally made a statement uh, about all this because he started trending when all this was going on, of course, because he's just like the host who destroys everyone. Uh, so he was testing new material in London this week, and uh, he said, I'll get it out of the way. I have not got any Will Smith material. I trended when that happened, and I wasn't even there. Uh, what has it got to do with me? People are going, what would have happened if Ricky Gervais had been hosting the Oscars? He goes on to say, well, nothing, as I would not have made a joke about his wife's hair. I would have made a joke about her boyfriend. And he goes on to say, this new material is going to be for my new show called Armageddon. I might change that to alopecia. <laughs> oh, my God. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Why would you? My goodness. Right? My I goodness. know. I know. I know. I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Man, sad news about Tom Parker. Um, Tom Parker, the wanted, uh, he was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor in uh, two years ago, 2020. Uh, he passed away, and uh, mm -hmm. his wife, Kelsey, shared the sad news on uh, yesterday through uh, social media. Uh, they said it is with the heaviest of hearts that we confirm uh, that Tom passed away peacefully earlier today with all of his family by his side. Our hearts are broken. Tom was the center of our world, and we can't imagine life without his infectious smile and energetic presence. So uh, R.I.P. Tom. Uh, the group that he was part of, The Wanted, you may remember this song from them called Glad You Came. Make you glad you came. The sun goes down, the stars come out, and all that counts yeah. is here. That was a good song, too. So sad. Uh, he's got a, a two-year-old daughter, uh, Aurelia, oh. and a one-year-old son named Bodie. So, oh, uh, yeah, it's super sad. Uh, R.I.P. Tom Parker. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe was on Good Morning Britain this morning, and like every other celebrity in the world, could not wait to give his thoughts on Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Academy Awards. Yeah, no, I saw it. I'm just so already 
dramatically bored of hearing people's opinions about it that oh. I just don't want to be another opinion adding to it. Damn. Um, you, so I, you don't even want to hear yourself. No, 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 no. no. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And that is why you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> okay, so he didn't want to go there. No problem. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, man. Country star Eric Church has pissed off his fans. Like, I didn't know if an artist could, like, piss off their own fans in a way that Eric Church has pissed off his own fans. So Eric Church was set to do a show in San Antonio this yeah. weekend. And he canceled it. Why? He canceled it because Eric Church, of course, is from uh, North Carolina. Very proud from the fact that he comes from North Carolina. Uh Very proud of the North Carolina UNC (laughs) men's NCAA ball team. Very proud of the the fact that UNC is facing Duke in the final four. So Eric Church sent out a message to his fans saying this Saturday, my family and I are going to stand together to cheer on the Tar Heels as a team makes it to the final four. As a lifelong Carolina basketball fan, I've watched Carolina and Duke battle over the years, but to have them match up in the final four for the first time in the history of the NCAA tournament is any sports enthusiast's dream. He goes on to say, this is also the most selfish thing I've ever asked my fans to give up your Saturday night plans with us so that I can have this moment with my family and the sports community. Oh my yeah, God. Amen. You know you what? Can't do that. After you gave the stat that it's their first time ever in the history of the Tar Heels yeah. in the Final Four, I understand. Yeah. Tar- Heel, yeah. Are you tough. kidding? I don't understand. You committed I, to that it event. Is the no. UNC Duke. I, I understand. It's massive. UNC Duke massive. is, is, is so big. Yeah. It's yeah. like Toronto Argonauts and Thai Cats. It's, yeah. it's Leafs and Habs. Then it's, it's watch huge. it later. PVR it. Yeah. No, 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 no. You have to be a part of that moment. I canceled the show, though, huh? Yeah. So he's, he's losing money to watch oh, the game. Oh, gladly. Yeah. Gladly. I mean, I'm sure that they'll, I mean, he's, they said canceled, not postponed. So maybe oh, they'll no. postpone or maybe they'll refund tickets. I don't know what they're going to do, but whatever it is, it's worth it for I'm not going to go back to into the next show if they reschedule. After when was the last time to... you went to his show? When's the last no, time? Never. No, when, I'm just yeah. saying if I was a fan, like I wouldn't go back. Well, okay. Yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe he's lost some fans forever. It's that kind of, it's that kind of thing. Wow. But also, you know, the man, there's, there's a lot of basketball fans out there that absolutely completely understand yeah, what, yeah. Uh, what he was saying. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Hayden Christensen and opening up to Entertainment Weekly about what it was like to get back into the Star Wars galaxy uh, and how it came about. So according to uh, director Deborah Chow, who's doing the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi show, she flew to, uh, I guess, Toronto and then drove up to Uxbridge to meet Hayden Christensen on his farm because that's where he lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's where, wow. they, and that's where they had the conversation about... I wonder if I've ever driven by his farm. I, I drive... Through you, that's right. a yes, lot. Yes, I'm up there that's a lot. right. Okay. So she drives there. And she, she goes, she to goes up there. That's where they met. That's where they hashed out the idea of what to do with Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And wow. uh and then so he he got involved. And uh when he was asked by Entertainment Weekly what it was like to get back into that sort of Vader outfit, he said, Well, without getting into too much detail, it was amazing. It's a great honor to get to put that suit on again. And according to Hayden, uh, he was intrigued by the by the idea that they had 
for him for revisiting the role. He said, uh, it was mostly a lot of excitement because I had spent enough time with this character and I felt like I knew him and coming back to that felt natural in a lot of ways. And I just really, I'm just really excited to get to, uh, come and play Darth Vader at this point in the timeline, because it did feel like a natural continuation of your journey with the character. And that was very meaningful to me. Wow. So, uh, so Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader. And those were his thoughts. Haven't heard a lot about Hayden Christensen no, in, in years, right? Yeah. The, uh, he got married. They moved to, they moved to a farm and he's just sort of hung out. But, uh, look at that. Now you're Darth Vader again. You get wow. the call. We need Vader. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.